Devotional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 148, and welcome back to the front porch. It's still a little windy out here, just a little bit windy, uh, but glad to be back here uh, on the front porch. Beautiful day. Got to go for about a 10-mile walk today. That's right, 10-mile walk. Uh, it, it was awesome. Uh, still, the wind was kind of pounding in. And then the other interesting thing that I got to be a part of is watching the devastation of what the wind caused. And uh, it reminds me why people don't like wind, because it literally, there's trash everywhere. There's trash cans tipped over, trees. They've had to shut down roads. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why uh, people don't like wind. But uh, I enjoy it for my walks. Uh, Anyway, uh, I hope you're doing good. I hope all, the day is going well for you, even if it's at night. Hope it's a great day. And I tell you what, that passage in, in Proverbs 27, verse 1, it, I cannot get that passage out of my head about not boasting in tomorrow. And it's really been one of those passages. I can't remember what episode it was that we did. It was a recent one, but I, I can't remember what episode. But, but that passage, I cannot stop thinking about that passage. Uh, and I'm really trying to continue to figure out what does it look like uh, to be really, really grateful in the day that God's given to us. And so I hope that's been the case for you. I hope you've been able to slow down a little bit and just really be grateful. Be grateful that you're alive. Be grateful in the day. And uh, today is inauguration day. All seem to have gone well. And uh, I'm just grateful that we have another day. And uh, I think we need to continue to pray uh, for our, our president, and I think we need to pray for our former president as he makes that transition as well. Uh, thank you so much for all of you who continue to listen uh, to each and every one of these episodes. Or if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. So glad you're here. Uh, thanks to you for sharing these with your friends, sharing them on social media. Really appreciate all the love. And, uh, and also for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional, thank you so much. And uh, many of you have given through checks and and through Cash App and some other things. And I just, I really appreciate it. Uh, so grateful for each and every one of you who choose to be a part of this podcast and continue it going. Um, it's awesome. I've gotten to, to talk with quite a few people who are in different states. So it's always cool to go like, hey, it's not just about people in California, which represent the people here in California. It's also for a lot of people uh, in other states. So I think that's really cool. Hey, a little uh, personal announcement that uh, I'd like to give here on the podcast. Um, last, uh, last Thursday, uh, which was the, the 14th, uh, was my last day as a pastor at Hillside Community Church. Uh, I've been there for four and a half years, and uh, I'm making a transition back to Phoenix. Many of you have heard me talk about an organization that I started uh, 10, years called Fe 10 years ago called Phoenix One. I'll be going back to Phoenix and launching, relaunching that, um, that ministry, that nonprofit. And so pretty crazy, cool adventure uh, that we're going on. Uh, and so we've been kind of going back and forth to Phoenix uh, over the last few months, just trying to find a house and figure out where God would have us be. But uh, wanted to give you all that announcement that I'll be transitioning back to Arizona, uh, probably starting at the end of February. So that's kind of where we're at on that. Okay, uh, enough of that. Second Corinthians 10 verse 5. We demolish arguments 
in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I, uh, in, uh, in Chicago, when Patty and I were dating, uh, I got put on this crew, and they called it a suicide crew. And I know that sounds really harsh, but uh, it was a construction thing. And basically what these suicide crews would do is uh, you would go 48 hours, no sleep, and you would just work relentlessly through the night. And a part of what you did is you were a part of a demo crew. And so uh, a ton of work needed to get done uh, in this building. They needed to clear out walls. And so they, they called in these suicide crews that would work 48 hours straight and you would knock down walls. And I, I remember uh, starting off thinking, this is the greatest thing ever. You know, oh, by the way, when you're done, they just hand you a check for like two grand and say thanks. So $2,000 was like, I mean, I had hit a windfall. And so uh, in the first little bit, it was always fun because you're like throwing sledgehammers through glass windows. You're breaking bricks and I mean, you're tearing this whole building. I mean, you're talking like floors of a building. You're tearing them down one by one. And and so uh, the first 24 hours was like, this is cool. But boy, oh boy, you start getting into the, the next day. You're exhausted, worn out. But by the end of 48 hours, Uh, Me and a bunch of other guys would have cleared out a whole building, floor by floor by floor, dumpster after dumpster, filling it with uh, all that we had just demolished and taken down. Uh, What I love about that kind of, if you have that mental picture, a whole structure, a whole thing that's put in place, a whole building, and it's absolutely tore down in 48 hours. I have this image on my head. This is what Paul's trying to help us understand. You know, this conversation that Paul is having is much like a family. Like Paul's kind of sitting with this family in many ways. And he's like sitting down with them. And they, he's like reminding them who they are. Because so often for these young churches and so often for us, we get distracted by the things of the world. And so Pastor Paul is coming in and he's reminding them like a family who they are. Uh, As a a family, uh, we we started something when we were young, when the kids were young. And we started this thing called We Gokies. And We Gokies, basically what they are is they're just these values. This is who we are. This is what we're about. And uh, these values that we say to our kids, that our kids know, uh, they're grounded in who Jesus is in what he's calling our family to. And Paul is having this family moment all throughout in this Corinthians church, right? He's having these family moments with them and trying to remind them who they are, who Jesus is, who they are as the ecclesia, the church, right? This is who you are. And this is what it means to be in Jesus's kingdom that he's established. He's the king. It's his kingdom. This is what it means to be his kingdom people following his kingdom purposes, right? This is what he's reminding us. And what he starts off by saying is, and basically the, 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 the crux of what he's trying to get at is around this idea of we demolish arguments and pretensions, We demolish it. We tear it down. Like, just like that building, we're going to rip it down, right? We're not going to allow that to happen. And I I wonder this, if you've ever done this recently, I would imagine many of you have. Just open up. Open up your social media forums and see what the people of God are proclaiming. And I think for many of you, as I say that, you have something in your mind. 
And I wonder if you might honestly ask, honestly ask yourself, is this productive? Are we, are we accomplishing anything? What are we really accomplishing in the things that we're posting? And so often what I see on all the different forums that I, I find myself on, social media platforms, I'm, I'm just discouraged, to be honest. Just discouraged because I'm like, we're better than this, right? We're, we're better than this. How is this good news? We have to see that this passage this is so important, is written to Christians, right? It's written to Christians that have been swayed by the logic and the thinking of the world. And the beautiful thing about Paul, what Pastor Paul is coming in, is he's passionately advocating for another way. He's like sitting down like this patriarch of the faith going, don't do this. Don't, don't be argumentative. Don't be somebody who has all these pretensions and causing all these divisions that don't be that way. That's not what we're called to do. And when I think about the language he uses here about demolishing, I have in my mind, I, I, I'm thinking about Jericho. I'm thinking about Jericho, the place where the God of the universe tore down human into institutions, right? These walls that had been established and ingenuity for his glory, right? He just, uh, mankind puts these big walls. They think they're so strong. They think they're so powerful that we cannot be destroyed. And yet God just eradicates it just tears the walls down. The walls came tumbling down. If you remember that children's song, and the walls came tumbling down, right? That's what he did because God's almost like, it's almost like God's mocking, right? Because God will not be mocked. That God is mocking the fact that we think we're powerful, that we think we're better, and our pride, the pride that goes around with that. This is what Paul I believe is trying to say to us the, these walls and when they come down, uh, they, uh, they allow us as Christians to proclaim Christian love, Christian love and unity. So that in John 17, 23, it says this, that the world will know the love of Christ. That's what happens when these walls, these argumentative walls, these pretentious walls, they, when they come down, when they come down, what people see is the believers in Jesus Christ united under the banner of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are one God, three persons. Love exists because the Trinity exists, and that same love has been handed to his people and has been called for us to display in this world. Paul sees, he's watching, he sees how this division and destruction, how it's destroying the small Jesus movement that is supposed to spread Jesus's grace around the whole world. And like a father, he steps in and says, no, we are not going to do it that way. Human pride will not only destroy the child of God, but also the, the children of God. That's why we have to tear it down. That's why we have to destroy it. That's why we cannot allow it to continue to go on. And it's why the language he's using here is so strong. And, he, and, and the thing that he's trying to do here, and he's trying to work us through a process, 
He's going like this, and it begins with this, taking captive your thoughts and obediently submitting them and following after God. What does God want? What does he command? What is he calling us into? This has been the commission since Satan tempted man and sin entered into the world. This will always be the crossroads that we find ourselves at. As we have these thoughts, these sinful drives that are tethered to earth, and they're going to come into conflict with a holy God unless we submit ourselves obediently following after him. But here's the reality, and I, I hope you I hope you wrestle with this as I've been wrestling with it. We are prone to deception. I need to say it again because it's so important. We are prone to deception and we are weak in our thinking. That is why we need to obediently follow after all that God has laid out for us in his world and through his scriptures. Left to our own, we will destroy everything. But in God's grace and mercy, as he commissioned Jesus to die on the cross, the spirit of God, the helper is here so we can do greater things than Jesus. You know who said that? Right? Because you're like, whoa, 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 greater things than Jesus. Jesus said that. Jesus said that about you and me, the followers of Jesus, right? He's saying, when you're listening to the convictions and the sanctifying process that the spirit of God is bringing you through, you're going to bring life, not just in this place, but around the world, because the body of Christ is so much bigger than a single body. It's individuals committing themselves to the calling that God has commissioned us to do. And Paul knows this, and he is commissioning and commanding this group of believers and us as well to believe that, to live obediently for that. This is what he's calling not only the small church, but this is what he's calling us into because our thoughts and actions will either build bridges to Jesus or we'll just drop bombs and cause division. And he's like, Paul's like, stop it. Stop it. So the question is this, where are you dividing where you should be building? Spirit of God, you love us and you lead us. Your people are listening. Convict our hearts. Show us. Show us where we're not proclaiming good news for your glory and your honor. So take a breath. Reflect. And believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heart. Until next time.